What if I told you fasting is more than just abstinence from food, but a powerful tool for kindling zeal and breaking free from the chains of persecution? This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day 12 of our 21-day fast. Let's read our foundational scripture, Mark 9:29. Jesus said, This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting, reminding us that sometimes fasting is required. Today, we're going to talk about fasting for zeal and deliverance from persecution. We'll look at a couple of accounts of fasting from the Psalms. The first one is in Psalm 69. This is partly about David and partly prophetic about Christ. I'm reading from the NIV, verses 7 through 18. For I endure scorn for your sake, and shame covers my face. I am a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my mother's children. For zeal your house consumes me, and the insults of those who insult you fall on me. When I weep and fast, I must endure scorn, When I put on sackcloth, people make sport of me. Those who sit at the gate mock me, and I am the song of the drunkards. But I pray to you, Lord, in the time of your favor, in your great love, O God. Answer me with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me, from the deep waters, Do not let the flood waters engulf me, or the depths swallow me up, or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, out of the goodness of your love. In your great mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in trouble. Come near and rescue me. Deliver me because of my foes. In Psalm 109, again, David laments his mistreatment and the lies told against him as he seeks deliverance. And once again, this psalm appears to be partly about David and partly about Jesus and his accusers. Let's read verses 21 through 31 from the NIV. But you, Sovereign Lord, help me for your name's sake. Out of the goodness of your love, deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I fade away like an evening shadow. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees give way from fasting. My body is thin and gaunt. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, Lord my God. Save me according to your unfailing love. Let them know that it is your hand, that you, Lord, have done it. While they curse, may you bless. May those who attack me be put to shame. But may your servant rejoice. May my accusers be clothed with disgrace and wrapped in shame as a cloak. With my mouth I will greatly extol the Lord, and in the great throng of worshippers 
I will praise him. For he stands at the right hand of the needy to save their lives from those who would condemn them. It's important to remember that these were under the old covenant. People often prayed against their enemies while leaving vengeance to God. David had many opportunities to strike his biggest threat, King Saul, but he wouldn't because Saul had been anointed by God. He left vengeance to God, but that didn't keep him from praying for vengeance and prophesying curses over his enemies. But as we discussed in yesterday's podcast episode, under the new covenant, we are told to pray for our enemies and to bless those who curse us. Praying for our enemies is much like forgiving those who wrong us. Often, it's just as important, if not more, for us than it is for them. It opens our hearts and helps us to recognize that the person we are praying for is also a creation of God and someone he was willing to die for. If Jesus and Stephen could pray that God forgave those who were in the process of killing them, shouldn't we be willing to pray for those who hurt or betray us? Okay, my disclaimers. I am not a medical professional, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Please, if you fast, fast responsibly. If you have any underlying health issues or an unhealthy relationship with food, do not fast. And if you are going on an extended fast, it's a good idea to check with your doctor first. All right, let's check in. What scriptures are you standing on while fasting? Remember, if you need help finding appropriate scriptures, just ask. Meditating on God's word makes it come alive to us, and spending time in prayer allows us to hear from God. Be sure to journal any thoughts, ideas, and breakthroughs that you have. How is your energy? How do you feel? Remember to take it easy on yourself. Monitor your weight loss and nap when tired. Are you drinking enough water? Okay, here's how I'm doing. I lost 0.2 pounds yesterday. No more watery diarrhea. Yay! I continue to drink a gallon of water a day, and I'm not having any other negative side effects. I'm still walking at least 10,000 steps a day, and my energy continues to be really good. Honestly, my energy has been better during this fast than any other fast I can remember. My last three-week fast, I had to take afternoon naps because my energy would ebb. I do still have some back pain, so I continue to use my back roller every day. I'm spending lots of time in the Word and in prayer and I'm standing on several promises for this period of fasting. All right, let me pray over you. Father God, in the quiet of this moment, we come before you, seeking the grace to embrace both the wisdom of the old covenant and the transformative love of the new. Like David, we acknowledge that vengeance belongs to you alone 
and we take it a step further, taking to heart the somewhat radical teachings of Jesus under the New Covenant. He taught us to love our enemies, to bless those who curse us, and to pray for those who mistreat us. In this spirit, we lift up our hearts and voices in prayer, not only for ourselves, but for those who oppose us. Father, give us the strength to pray for our enemies, for in doing so, we unleash the power of your love and forgiveness, not just in their lives, but just as profoundly in ours. Help us to see them through your eyes as precious creations worthy of your sacrifice and deserving of our prayers. As Jesus and Stephen modeled ultimate forgiveness, even in their final moments, empower us to extend the same grace to those who hurt or betray us. Our prayers for them reveal your boundless mercy and are a step towards healing our own hearts. We seek to develop a spirit of zeal, not born of anger or malice, but kindled by your love and guided by your wisdom. In praying for our enemies, let us find deliverance from the burdens of bitterness and the shackles of shame. As we transcend our fleshly instincts and embrace unconditional love and forgiveness, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.